I'm Bishop Sherman Young. Each week, the Word Break podcast answers questions about God, faith, and other spiritual issues. Here is this week's message. I'd like to read today Psalm 37 and verses 23 and 24. From the 37th hymn in the book of Psalms, hymn number 37. Verse 23 and 24. And I ask if when you find this, you'll also be prepared to find some additional scripture as we go through the next few minutes. Psalm 37, verse 23 and 24. The Psalter says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. Read it again. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he, meaning the Lord, delights in his, meaning the man's way. Though he, meaning the man, falls, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him, or the man, with his, meaning the Lord's, hand. Now I'd like to read that same verse from the Amplified Bible. The steps of a good man are directed and established by the Lord when he delights in his way and he busies himself with his every step. Though he falls, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord grasps his hand in support and holds him. It says, and he, meaning God, busies himself, meaning God busies himself with the man's every step. In other words, God is involved in every step of a good man's life. Now you'll notice that we are not encouraged here to pray that God orders our steps. This is describing something that is happening automatically. So often I hear people ask God in the beginning of a day, or a new venture, some new chapter in their life to order their steps when the scripture says that the steps of a good person are directed and established by the Lord. The difference is that if you believe that you have to pray and ask God to do it, it means that you don't believe that he's already doing it. It means that you think You have to get him involved in your life. The same kind of teaching I hear today on the word favor. And sometimes people say, I'm asking God if he will give me favor in what I'm getting ready to do today when we're never taught to do that in the Bible. But rather what the Bible teaches is, is that the favor of God is with us continually. That it does not come and go. 
It does not happen on special occasions or events. God is ordering our steps. Can you say that, please? God is ordering our steps. We don't have to invite him to do it. We don't have to pray for him to do it. We don't have to get a prayer partner and say, pray with me that God will order my steps today. He does it on a daily basis. He does it on a continuing basis. And the Amplified Bible says he busies himself with every step that I take. And so I must understand that following God's direction is often something that we don't really get or understand because it puts us in some tough places. One of the tricks of the devil is to get you to believe that you have this on-again, off-again relationship with God and that if you're in a tough spot right now in life, God is not involved in it. As a matter of fact, God is probably punishing you God is getting revenge on you. The reason why you're struggling here today on June 16th, the reason why you're going through all the struggles and the troubles and trials, tribulations you're going through, is because God is punishing you for something you've done wrong. When there's pain in life or sickness in life, when there are problems in life, Christians look for the reason. And then, of course, we have this philosophy. It's not scripture, but a lot of people say this. Well, everything happens for a reason when that's not ever taught in the Bible. What we have to understand, brothers and sisters, is that God is always with us. Not just when it feels good in life, but also when it feels bad. Not just when we get what we want, but when we are denied what we want. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Then, of course, the next question is, well, who is the good man? Can I say that I'm a good man with all of the things that I've done wrong or all the things that I've missed or messed over or messed up on? Can I say that I'm a good person? Who is a good person? Someone would hurry to say, well, you know, Jesus told the rich young ruler, there's none good but God, so it can't be you. You're not good. That is a lie of the devil. Understand when it said the steps of a good person are ordered by the Lord, a good person is not qualified by your condition, but by your position. See, I am positionally a child of God. But conditionally, I don't act that way all the time. There are times when you can't look at me and tell I'm a child of God because my humanity overshadows my behavior. But God does not deal with me because of my condition. He deals with me by my position. You know what the Bible said my position is? Come on. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Where am I positionally? I am in Christ. Now listen, I am in Christ even though I'm not perfect. I am in Christ even though I don't get it right all the time. 
I am in Christ even though there are times that I do things that Christ would not be pleased with, but that does not stop me from being in Christ. I am a young. I was born a young. My children were born youngs. All of my children were born youngs. Now, there are times when they may or may not act like me, but they're still a young. There are times when they may do things and hide it from me because they know as their father I may not be pleased with it, but they're still my children. They're still my sons and daughters. There are times when I don't act like God wants me to act. Do I have a witness? There are times when I find myself unforgiven. There are times when I want revenge on people. There are times when I find myself talking too much. There are times when I find myself doing what I know I shouldn't be doing. But I'm still in Christ. Thank God he doesn't fire us every time we make a mistake. But the Bible said his mercy endures forever. Why would it say endures? Because endurance means there's a struggle. Endurance means there's a wrestling match. For you to endure, it means you hang in there. God's mercy hangs in there with me. And I need his mercy to hang in there. I wish I had a witness. Listen to what the Bible said. Surely, come on, goodness and mercy shall do what? When? No, Sunday. Sunday. It follows me on Sunday. Look how holy I look today. Look how upstanding I look today. Look how perfect I look today. Oh, but you should have saw me last night. Or you ought to see me tomorrow. Listen, all the days of my life. I don't know about you, but I thank God for mercy. And I thank God that mercy endures with me because the truth is, I'm a hard thing to keep up with. Sometimes I get it right, but how many will admit most times I get it wrong? But thank God that a good man, a good woman is not measured by your condition, but by your position. See, conditionally, we are flesh. Conditionally, we are human. Conditionally, we're carnal. Conditionally, we are in this world. Conditionally, we have problems with our attitude, problems with our actions. Conditionally, we have problems with what we do. But positionally, I'm a child of God. I'm a saint with sinner problems. I wish I had a witness. Let me try that again. I said, I am a saint. But I find myself wrestling sometimes with what? Sinner problems. But a good person is not measured by their perfection. When Jesus said in the New Testament, be perfect as my father is perfect. The word is actually mature. Be mature. As my father is mature. Where he said be holy. The word is actually be separated. Be set apart. Be sanctified. You are in this world Paul said. But you're not of this world. So when you talk about who is a good person. Look at your neighbor and say you're a good person. 
Now, I know some of y'all don't want to do that because you know something about your neighbor. But you don't know as much about them as God knows about them. See, you see me, but you can't see my heart. I wish I had a witness. You see my actions, but you don't understand my heart. You really don't know me. You just know what you see. Judge not unless you be judged because the truth is we don't know you either. We only know one another by the word of God. Tell your neighbor you are the good person. Some of you didn't move. Come on, tell your neighbor you are. Come on, tell your neighbor you are the good person. But tell them this, you ain't good all the time. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And God wants us to understand that as we serve him, it's not going to be easy every day. Some days you feel like shouting. Other days, you feel like crying. But both days, you need to say hallelujah. I wish I had a... You see, it's not what I'm going through today that determines the outcome of my life. There are going to be trials along the way, tests along the way, contests along the way. There's going to be some trouble along the way, but every step, has God's involvement. One of the great myths of the church is, oh, if it's good, that's God. If it's bad, that's the devil. But the devil doesn't have any authority in your life unless you choose to give him some authority. The truth is that wherever God is, the will of God can rule and reign if you know how to just submit your whole day to God. You need to let God know your will be done in my life today. And when you do that, Satan has no authority in your life. And when we get to the point of conflict, there are two verses in the Bible that are impressive to me. Exodus 14 and 13. Remember this? Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. For he will accomplish for you today. Stand still and see. Can you say that everybody? Stand still and see. Stand still and see. In God, things are not impossible, but things can be aggravating. And we have to, at points on our journey, learn how to wait on God for his will to come a little clearer to us. Because what you'll find out is the day that you thought was the worst day of your life can actually end up being the best day of your life. The day they fired you, the day they laid you off, the day that you lost what you had, the day your house got burglarized, the day the doctor walked away and said, it's impossible for you to get well, can turn out to be the best day of your life. But if you judge everything by the little segment and space of time where you are today, it can drive you crazy. What you have to do is trust God's will. Yes, you had a car accident. And yes, that car was paid for. And yes, you were glad you had a paid for car and no car note. Yes, it feels bad to lose it. 
but you don't know what God is up to. How many times have I got in a situation where I wondered what God, why did he let that happen to me? Why did he let me lose my job like that? Why did my income go down like that? Only to live long enough to see it was a part of a master plan that God had to move me from my now to my next. I wish I had a witness. And the truth is we get so caught up in the right now that we forget that God is always working in our future. The reason why something went bad today is because he's given you something better. But we get so used to what we've got until we lose sight on the fact that God is really in the blessing business. And being in the blessing business, there are times when he has to let me cry in order that I can eventually appreciate my relationship with him. You see, I need to know more about God than he woke me up this morning. I need to know more about God than he started me on my way. I need to know more about God than he'll be a mother for you and a father for you. I need to know God in a real way. Now everybody in this room knows him as the one that woke you up, the one that starts you on your way, the one that put food on your table. Everybody knows him like that, but not everybody knows that God is a healer. Because everybody hadn't had cancer or everybody hadn't been sick. See, everybody doesn't know that God will open a door when all doors are closed because nobody fired you. Nobody laid you off. Everybody doesn't know that God will lay opportunity before you and because you never needed that particular miracle. But thank God I need to know him in a personal way. So the steps, the individual steps have to be ordered. Stop looking for exits. Stop looking for exits. When Paul Neal was our minister of music, he would travel with me from home over here and then back. But the days that Paul would drive by himself, he'd stop at every exit. You ever seen a person like that? You ever rode with a person like that on a long trip? You want to get the trip over with. You're trying to get from here to Detroit every time they see a quick trip, every time they see a raceway, every time they see a Waffle House, every time they see a Shoney's, every time they see a Big Boy, every time they see a KFC, they want to stop. They'd make one stop for gas, get back in the car. A few miles later, make another stop for food. Get back in the car a few miles later, make another stop for potato chips. A few miles later, make another stop for Coca-Cola. You said, are we ever going to get there? Stay on the road. Stop looking for the exits. If you're crying, cry on the road. If you're confused, be confused on the road. If you don't know what God is up to, don't get off the road. Stay on the road. Because God is working it out. See, here's what he told Moses to tell the people. Stand still and see. Somebody says stand still. But then in Psalm 46 verse 10, he said, be still and know. I don't have a witness. In Exodus, it says, stand still, see the salvation of the Lord. In the book of Psalms, it said, be still and know. See, when you first get to working with God, you stand still to see. 
because you don't really know how it's going to come out. But after you've been with him long as I've been with him, you can be still and know. I wish I had a witness here. God doesn't want us to live by sight. He wants us to walk by faith. But the only way you're going to walk by faith, you have to have enough trouble to come in your life to teach you how and when to use your faith. Because you got to get to the point that when trouble breaks out, you know God's got it all in control. You know that no matter what happens or what they say or what's going wrong, God's got it all in control. You may not know when, you may not know how, you may not know how long, but what you do know is I am a child of God. He will not let me be defeated. He will not let me fall. The Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid when the wicked and my enemies came in upon me to eat up my flesh they stumble and fell though a host should encamp against me though a host of haters a host of prejudiced folk a host of enemies will come in against me in this one thing shall I be confident wait on the Lord and be of good courage he shall strengthen thine heart is there anybody here that knows how to wait on God have you learned how to lean and depend on Jesus he's my friend and he's my guide what a fellowship what a joy divine leaning on the everlasting arms what a blessedness what a peace is mine leaning on the everlasting arms I've been through the mountains I've been through the valleys I've been through trouble I've been through trial but through it all can anybody say through it all through it all I've learned how to trust in Jesus through it all I've learned how to trust in God won't he make a way when you can't see the way won't he open doors in the middle of a wall won't he bring you out won't he see you through won't he deliver you yeah won't he do it 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 say yes say yes stand up come on stand up I don't know about you but I'm a 
overcomer. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna have an overcomer's convention. People who've overcome storm, test, and trouble. Do I have any in here? Would you shake three hands and tell somebody I'm an overcomer? He brought me out too. Would you shake three hands? Tell somebody I'm an overcomer. He brought me through. testimony God has been good to me the steps every step every step of a good man are ordered by the Lord I'm an overcomer can anybody say hashtag me too Say me too. He brought me through. Can you say me too? He delivered me. Can you say me too? He saw me through every tear, every trial, every testimony. Can you say me too? Why don't you reach up and say hallelujah?